Welcome to Womb Space. I'm your host, Lindsay Sarah. I'm a womb healing guide and a fertility awareness method educator. I guide wild souls like you to connect to your womb, feel free in your body, and develop unshakable trust in your intuition. Here we explore what's held in your womb space, the magic of the menstrual cycle, avoiding pregnancy naturally, conscious conception, and your innate connection to the moon, the earth, and to your ancestors. Womb space weaves science and spirituality so that you feel clear and confident caring for your womb. So let's dive in. For this week, I want to talk about late periods. And this is kind of a spontaneous episode for me. It's not an episode that I was planning on doing, but I've been getting a lot of DMs on Instagram from people panicking that their period is late, wondering if something's going on with their health, if they should go see a doctor, or wondering if they're pregnant, but they keep taking pregnancy tests and they're all coming back negative and they're like, what is going on? <laughs> and I wonder, you know, as you're listening to this, if you've had a similar experience like that, maybe you're having it right now because this podcast title might have caught your eye, or maybe you've had that in the past and you just want to have the tools to understand what's happening in case it happens again. So in this episode, I'm going to break down what a late period could mean and why you might be experiencing late periods. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to share how you can work with me to dive deeper into understanding your late periods or long cycles or whatever you're experiencing. So first, I want to break down the phases of the menstrual cycle so that we have this foundation of understanding how it works and when ovulation comes into play, because ovulation is really a key part of this. So first, we have the follicular phase. The follicular phase is from the start of your period up until and through ovulation, Okay, you'll see a lot of people on Instagram separating the follicular phase and saying like menstruation is its own phase and then the follicular phase comes after, but technically the follicular phase includes menstruation. Breaking it down like that can just help you feel into the different energies of the phase, but for the purpose of this podcast and the way I always teach it, is that the follicular phase is from the start of menstruation through ovulation. After that, we have the luteal phase. The luteal phase is from after ovulation until the end of your menstrual cycle. So basically, when you have these two phases, the follicular phase can vary in length depending on when you ovulate. So if you ovulate later, you're going to have a longer follicular phase. If you ovulate earlier, you're going to have a shorter follicular phase. The luteal phase is usually a consistent length. So from cycle to cycle, whenever you ovulate, once you get a feel for what your luteal phase is through charting your menstrual cycle with fertility awareness, which I'll talk about in a bit, But once you get a feel for the length of your luteal phase, you will know after you ovulate that you'll bleed in a certain amount of days. For example, my luteal phase is typically 11 to 13 days. 
Sometimes if I'm really stressed, it will be nine days. And that lets me know that I really need to pay attention to my body. But for me, it's usually 11 to 13. So after I ovulate, I will know in 11 to 13 days, I'm going to bleed. So while the follicular phase can vary based on when you're ovulating, the luteal phase is usually pretty consistent. So when your period is late, there's really like no such thing as a late period, to be honest, because it's kind of like a myth because it's like, it's not that your period is late. It's that you're ovulating late. So when you're ovulating late, your follicular phase is longer. So your cycle is going to be longer, right? Because after you ovulate, then you're going to enter your luteal phase. It's usually a consistent amount of time. Mine is 11 to 13 days, but a healthy luteal phase is usually 11 to 17 days. Okay, so it varies for people. Sometimes you could have luteal phase that is eight or nine days, um, but that's more of a, a sign to really check in with your body. So anyways, I want to focus in on when ovulation is happening and if it's happening. Sometimes we don't even ovulate and we have an anovulatory bleed, which means that the uterus just needs to shed because the lining of the uterus has built up so much and so much over time that it just needs to shed and and start fresh. Menstruation or like true menstruation means that you have ovulated. True menstruation follows ovulation. So when you have late menstruation, it means that you have late ovulation. Some of the reasons that ovulation is late are, let's see, like emotional stress, being overworked, traveling, uh, over-exercising, changing your diet, poor sleep quality, pretty much anything that's putting stress on your body. And when I think of stress, I'm not just thinking of like, oh, I feel stressed today. I'm thinking of everything your body perceives as stress. So all of the other things I mentioned around, um, you know, maybe poor digestion or you're not getting enough nutrients, poor sleep quality, et cetera, et cetera. So essentially the reasons that you're ovulating late are typically because your body is under some type of stress. Your body is really smart. So if you are bleeding late or your period is late, I encourage you to think back and kind of just check in with yourself and and ask yourself, have I been stressed this cycle? Are there things that have been going on in my life? Did I travel? How have I been sleeping? Am I getting enough nutrients? How's my digestion? Things like that. So the thing is that your body is smart. It's so smart. Your womb is so smart. And your body is going to prioritize survival over reproduction. When you ovulate, there's a potential of conception. Potentially. We're not all having sex. We're not all having sex with people who have penises, right? So I'm just saying potentially, right? Your body thinks that if I ovulate, 
I might conceive, okay? But your body doesn't want to have a chance at creating new life if it doesn't feel safe and if it's experiencing stress. So your body's like, I'm not gonna bring a new life into the world when like things are stressful, which is like so smart on the part of your body. So basically when your body's holding off ovulation, it's saying there's too much stress and now is not the time to create new life. So I want to actually share a story about my potential late ovulation this cycle. So I'm on cycle day 16. Usually by now, I'm seeing a lot of fertile cervical mucus that's letting me know that ovulation is going to happen soon. A lot of cervical mucus that lets me know that estrogen is high, and when estrogen is high, it can trigger ovulation to occur. But I'm not really seeing that much cervical mucus, and this is like very out of the ordinary for me. And I'm just like, where is it? (laughs) Because I have a a baptism to go to next month. And I was like, perfect. I'm going to bleed, you know, a week before the baptism. And I won't, I, I won't be bleeding on the baptism. And like, that will just be so nice. And now I'm like, all right, body, let's ovulate. Let's do this. Um, So anyways, I realized like, wow, my body's really communicating with me right now and is telling me to pay attention and to check my stress levels. Now, sometimes we get so used to being under stress that we don't even notice that we're feeling stressed. So I just sat there for a moment and was like, (laughs) I guess I am stressed, you know, it really like, I had to check in with myself for a moment. There's a lot going on in my life. I just launched a new program, which is good stress, but still stress, um, you know, cause it's, it's something exciting, but I'm also going through a parasite detox. And so there's just a lot of different things happening in my life right now. So I actually like to be proactive about things. So if I notice that ovulation is likely going to be delayed just from signals that my body is giving me, I will usually schedule an acupuncture appointment and I'll go talk to my acupuncturist and be like, I'm ready to ovulate. Like, let's, let's do it. Let's wake my ovaries up. Let's, let's do it. And a lot of the times after acupuncture, I do ovulate within, within a couple days after, but I also, that's not all I do, right? So I also take time to check in with myself and dialogue with my womb. And I ask my womb and my ovaries, like what, what's going on, right? Like what, not in a shameful way, but like what's happening, right? What do you need from me in order to actually ovulate? So I did that as well while, while I was in, at acupuncture, actually, I was laying on the table and I was like, oh, this is a perfect time to check in with my womb. So I asked my ovaries, like, what 
do you need from me in order to feel safe to ovulate? And my, my ovaries were like, okay, I, I want pleasure, pleasure as in like go for a walk and, and sit out in nature pleasure as in go like find a flower, maybe like get some flowers to, to put in your home, you know, um, pleasure as in self-pleasure, pleasure as in vaginal steaming, pleasure as in eating like delicious fruits. And so this morning, actually, I was like, all right, I'm going to do all of those things. And I did. I, I always really want to give my body what it's asking for. And so the thing is, when you track your cycle with the fertility awareness method, you get to know if and when you're ovulating and if ovulation is late or is, is potentially going to happen late so that you can actually be proactive in taking care of your body and creating safety within yourself so that ovulation actually can occur. So after sharing that story, I want to just break down how you would know if it would be beneficial to explore what's happening in your cycle further, like with further help with a doctor or or a holistic practitioner, or if it's something that's like going to be, you know, that's likely okay. And and it's like a one-time thing or, you know, happens every so often. So if you have a late period here and there, or you know, late ovulation to be <laughs> more exact, that's normal. You're going to be stressed sometimes. Your body's going to react to things that are going on in your life and in your environment, and that's actually your body like really responding and, and working well, right? But if you are consistently having long cycles, and when I say long cycles, I mean cycles that are over 36 days, and this, and if you're consistently having it, then that is something to explore. So it's one thing to have a cycle impacted by stress here and there, but if you're having cycles that are consistently long or irregular, you might consider talking to your doctor or your holistic practitioner to make sure you're getting enough nutrients, to make sure you're not over-exercising, and potentially to get tested for PCOS, which is a hormonal condition that often leads to long and irregular cycles, late ovulation, lack of ovulation, some of the other, or lack of ovulation. And some of the other signs of PCOS are excessive facial hair or body hair, acne, weight gain, hair loss, difficulty conceiving, right? So if you have these other symptoms as well, and you're having long and irregular cycles, then I would encourage you to get some further testing done to see if you have PCOS. Now we've talked a lot about ovulation, right? When is ovulation happening? And, and are you actually ovulating? So I want to share with you a way to know if you're actually ovulating and if you are, when you're ovulating. So through using the fertility awareness method, which I mentioned here and there throughout this podcast so far, you get to track your cycle to understand if you're ovulating and when you're ovulating. 
The fertility awareness method is not just like period tracking. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to like go on my period tracking app and like jot down when I'm bleeding. Fertility awareness is different because we're tracking different biomarkers. Yes, we're going to be tracking when you're bleeding, but we're also tracking cervical mucus, which a lot of people might refer to as discharge, but cervical mucus specifically comes from your cervix and you can observe it when you go to the bathroom, when you wipe. We're also observing your basal body temperature, which is your waking body temperature. First thing that you wake, first thing when you wake up in the morning, taking your body temperature. If that's not like a vibe for you, if you don't want to be doing that first thing in the morning or you don't have a consistent sleep schedule or things like that, you can also get a wearable thermometer called a temp drop. I'll actually put my uh, temp drop link in the show notes that gives you a discount and it also gives me a small commission as well to be transparent. And, And I love temp drop. I use it. I used to take my temperature with a regular thermometer, but like, oh, once I started using temp drop and realized I didn't have to wake up at the same time every morning, it was just life-changing for my charting. So anyways, you're going to be taking your temperature and you're going to be tracking your cervical mucus. And this is going to tell you if you're ovulating and when you're ovulating. Now, this is extremely helpful for if you want to get more information about your hormone health. Tracking with fertility awareness is going to help you really understand what your hormones are telling you. But a huge bonus of the method as well is that you're also going to know your fertility status. So you're going to know day by day when you're fertile and when you're not so that you can avoid pregnancy naturally without the use of medical birth control like the pill the iud the patch etc and because you'll know when you're fertile and when you're not you can also time conception optimally in your cycle right so fertility awareness really has these three uses cycle health avoiding pregnancy naturally and timing conception and using fertility awareness is the way that I knew that, you know, I'm on day 16 and I'm not seeing much fertile cervical mucus. And then I'm probably going to ovulate late. So with fertility awareness, there's no surprises. Like there's no surprises of like, oh my gosh, my period is late. Why is it late? What's happening? Like, am I okay? Am I pregnant? Right. You're, those aren't even going to be questions for you because you're just going to know if your period is late you're going to know okay did I even ovulate yet and if I did when did I ovulate so if I know when I ovulated then I know when my period is going to come because I know how long my luteal phase is right so you're not going to be guessing anymore of like when is my period going to come or why is my period late what's happening you're just going to know and you're going to have that clarity and confidence so if you are interested in learning the fertility awareness method i have a self-paced course called fearless fertility awareness which contains eight hours of educational video content and a 90 page 
fertility awareness guidebook that I have designed and written for you myself. It's literally like a, a textbook, but like a gorgeous, beautiful, engaging textbook. Okay. So this course is going to break down for you how to use the fertility awareness method, how to avoid pregnancy naturally, how to time conception, and how to track your cycle to assess your hormone health so that you know when it's time to actually seek help and how to advocate for yourself at the doctor. Fearless Fertility Awareness also includes one month free to my Embodied Fertility membership because I want to be able to provide you with ongoing support with your charting. So in the membership, you get access to ongoing support. Like it's kind of like a Facebook group. So you get to post, you know, your questions whenever you want. You get to post your charts. You get to ask me questions about cervical mucus, about health and your hormones, about your body temperature, about everything that comes up while you're charting. And you also get to join one live group call a month. And so again, the first month of the membership is free and is included in Fearless Fertility Awareness, the the course. The Fearless Fertility Awareness course costs 555 US dollars and the Embodied Fertility membership is free for your first month and then $44 a month after that. I'm going to put the link to Fearless Fertility Awareness in the show notes so that you can get all the details and you can join straight from there. So thank you so much for joining today and for listening to this podcast episode. Feel free to send me a message on Instagram and let me know if you had any like epiphanies or let me know what came through for you and feel free to ask me any questions about the fearless fertility awareness course. You can reach me on Instagram at flow with your flow. Thank you so much for tuning into womb space. I'm so grateful to be able to share the magic of the womb with you. If this episode spoke to you, I invite you to share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at flow with your flow. Make sure to also subscribe to the show, and I'd be so grateful if you left a review. As you continue on with your day, I encourage you to listen to your womb and body and to honor your energy. 